0: hello
1: Uh, hi everybody if you
0: heard me say that danny devito didn't actually die last week i was i was just saying things
1: yeah danny devito is immortal just like uh betty white betty white and the queen
2: you know my uh my brother-in-law says that he is invincible as long as betty white is alive danny devito no betty white
0: ah i see oh your brother-in-law is invincible as long as
2: she's alive and he's in the military he's like i cannot die perfect she is alive
1: Oh, interesting. And then, then I So he retires I... as soon as she dies.
2: No, 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 no. He's capable of achieving death.
0: After oh. she dies. After she
1: oh, dies. so it's like in the it's, it's like, like
2: having your, your totem of undying in Minecraft.
1: Yeah, it's it's like you have infinite respawns as long as somebody on your team is still alive. It's rebirth rules.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Betty White's still gonna be alive with that immortal snail and me. <laughs> what? Riley knows what I'm talking about. He knows the snail what, lore.
1: What, what the hell are you talking about? Explain. <laughs> Explain yourself, sir. All right. All right. So, so there was this post or video
0: like years ago, years ago. And it was, uh, you get, I think it was like you get a million dollars and you become immortal, but there's a snail that kills you if it touches you. It is always that is coming always for coming for you and you can move and it moves at the normal speed of a snail so if you can it ever catches you, if, you die. if it ever catches you and touches you you die yeah. um so like there's been so many like that was years and years ago and there have been a ton of memes coming out about like a giant iron dome that was found with nothing but a snail inside and they're like it started and there have been so many lore memes coming out about like you and the snail after the post-apocalyptic era and you're like it was friendship all along or like it's just like it's just like a video of like two people with like pistols out with tears in their eyes and it's like me and the snail
1: finally coming to tears after the rest of the world has crumbled to dust (laughs) I never heard that. That's fantastic. It's beautiful. I do like the idea that um, somebody would stay like they would calculate their time enough ahead of the snail, so they'd just be tempting fate constantly, like like they always t- time themselves out that they're eight hours away from the snail at his own pace, so they could get sleep, and then they'd just stay like three steps ahead of him always.
0: Well, the snail in a tungsten cube, launch him into space. Done.
1: As long as you don't touch him, have someone else. You
0: hire someone to do hire it. Hire someone to do it. Oh yeah, because it's your snail. Well, it's not your snail.
1: Like they don't die if they touch it.
0: No, they don't. Well, yeah, yeah. It's your like, yeah, yeah. It's, you're the only one who dies if it touches you. Unless that's other snail well, lore that's not necessarily well, determined. Well, maybe look. it, maybe it does kill anyone it touches, but it only goes after you. So if anyone touches it, they die.
2: Maybe it's like an. Uh, maybe
0: you heard it here. New snail lore just
1: dropped.
2: Well, <laughs> Is that your new mixtape, Snail Lore?
1: <laughs> snail lore. Sing me a couple bars for a new mixtape.
2: We're the snail historians.
1: A couple bars, yeah. A couple bars.
2: Mm-hmm. As a bard.
1: Uh,
0: uh, 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 uh. Get back to me on that. Okay.
2: Wicka Wicka.
1: We're putting Caleb on the spot for that one. There used to be this great podcast slash game show used um, to be this- called On the Spot. Back when Rooster Teeth was actually fun to watch.
2: What you do with that other Mountain Dew? Ha ha. Did
1: you grab it? I have one. You yeah, handed I me
2: grabbed
0: one too. Yeah, there's one on the counter there, right behind you. I believe that beam is blocking your vision.
1: The beam? I do see it on the Ugh. counter. <laughs> 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 what the hell just happened?
0: We just found his Mountain Dew.
1: It- Riley? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell are you doing?
2: Whoa, oh.
1: That was the wrong. That was Riley. not the right <laughs> button. Was it? That was. I mean, unless well- you. Unless you meant to press that button.
2: That's what I did. We, we, like, we have a cat joining the ugh. podcast. Ember.
1: Ember, what do you have to say to all the people? Meow. That was just a cat girl. Meow. I hate that. <laughs> if you're going to do it, say it like Gary. Meow. Meow.
2: <laughs> Gary's the snail. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Here we come home. <laughs> Have somebody else drop the snail off in the bottom of the Mariana Trench.
0: <laughs> oh, it'll get out. He'll come It's find just you. a matter of time. He's got all of eternity to
1: get you away. So Betty White's snail hasn't caught up to her. So are you trying to say that like, your snail takes roughly around 60 to 80 years to come get you? Depending on its starting location, I
0: feel like eighty years is probably way too quick for a snail to get all the way around the globe. Yeah, I agree. And they're, they're I mean, I don't know. They're very slow, and they'd they also, also probably
2: have a lot of like terrain differences.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they have to, depending on the type of snail. It might not be able to handle the pressure slash lack, lack of oxygen in ha- some. Uh, have y'all ever seen and salt, salt water? Depending on the type of snail, rides on
2: the
1: back have y'all ever ride. seen? Yeah, it's gonna uh, have to get
0: on a on a animal wild. or a boat.
1: Of Monster Men, of Monsters and Men music videos online. How they're like, I don't remember. They're kind of based on like the the scene from Lion King where they're walking across the um, log and he gets older as he goes along. I want a video with epic music and it's just a snail.
0: (laughs) A snail with a human walking in front of it. They're just both getting older. The snail gets a massive white beard.
1: (laughs) Some Kung Fu Panda shit. Anybody else remember that one episode of Spongebob Where they all turned into snails That fucked me up as a kid
2: I feel like I do but I don't it, It's it's an early
1: early episode um, He accidentally takes some of Gary's medicine For or the something. whole episode The snails? whole episode he slowly turns into a snail Why is this evading me I've seen all of Spongebob so many times It's, it's a really weird episode dude <laughs> it's bizarre it's it's almost like horror-esque like bot invasion of the body snatchers and he's like slowly like i'm not i'm fine i'm fine and then slowly like his eye stalks grow out it's really weird it's a very very bizarre episode sounds, sounds
0: like another episode where the uh, animators and producers were on drugs
1: i mean that was every episode before 2001 that's fair it, like r.i.p classic spongebob
2: best spongebob ever.
1: honestly okay what are we talking about today gentlemen i mean i think we're your gonna mom.
0: i mean potentially because we are talking about how adhd affected your life and she's half of what gave you adhd spongebob your, your mother but spongebob oh spongebob <laughs> also probably <laughs> contributed to my adhd i didn't watch it that much as a young child
1: so maybe not but i could see
2: I it contributing
0: did. to people's adhd i had
2: spongebob
1: well okay over. so maybe we should talk about this because uh it's a. Uh, Kind of a, a PowerPoint to the whole thing, um. So we did ADHD questions. What like episode two or three? It's been a it's been a while since we've done them.
0: Oh, you mean like uh like the uh, <laughs> if this applies to you and you meet certain you might a certain amount of these criteria. There's yeah. a decent chance you well, have ADHD. and then we just
1: did like a like a list online or something like that. Um, and it was like way way back, and that kind of inspired me. And this is what I wanted to talk about today. Um, to actually go. And seek out like, how does one even get uh, diagnosed for ADHD? And it's at, at, like, it was very daunting to me for many years. Cause I thought it for a long time, like there might be some sort of attention deficit disorder of some kind, like ADD, ADHD. Um, there's other ones in there too. Um, and I wanted to look into them and that kind of inspired me. I was like, okay, so I'm just going to like, look around to see how you do it. And I started looking like online and stuff. Um, so I wanted to talk about like my journey with that. So after that episode, um, honestly, I just asked my therapist, like, how does one even get diagnosed with ADHD? And I think this is a big deal. And, um, we didn't necessarily look over it right away. I think, you know, for the, like the timeline of the podcast, I think like by episode five and six, we still hadn't really discussed it. I'd mentioned that it might've been a thing. And even back in, um,
2: Oh, it's in our group channel messenger. That's where it is. It's in,
1: Doc. in 2019, um, when I had first started going to get therapy, I would mentioned to that therapist that um, I, I may have some ADHD tendencies. He said, yep, you have some tendencies. And then we never saw each other again. So it never got hmm. like really looked into. And so I sent an email to my therapist maybe two months ago or something like that. And I said, I think I watched this video um, and I'll, I'll let you guys know the channel here at the end of what I've been talking. Cause it's been a really great resource for me. Um, like signs that you may have ADHD and I sent it to my therapist and I was like, I really think this is something that we need to talk about. And so the next session that we went into, she brought the, uh, checklist from the DCM five. The DCM five is how they diagnose ADHD and some other like attention deficit disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a book that therapists get and it has like all the, if this, then that it's like a build your own adventure book for attention deficit. Um, and there's this whole checklist that they have in the book. Um, and we started listing them out and I scored 16 out of 18 Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. the, uh, potential that have ADHD of like, like if there there's, it's separated into sections, like not likely somewhat likely. Um, and this is like, how often do you deal with this on a daily basis is, is the question. Um, And like the like very likely and then pretty much all the time um, are in gray. And if you have it in the gray, then it is a symptom. It's essentially a symptom. Um, And I had 16 out of 18 in the gray. And so um, we started walking through the process. And so uh, the thing that I really wanted to touch on about ADHD today was it is not as hard to get diagnosed as you think it is. Mm -hmm. But there's not a whole lot of information out there for you to find out how to do that because your initial thought for all of it is that you need to go to a psychiatrist or at least it was for me and so it is much easier to get a counselor slash therapist than it is to get a psychiatrist there's a lot less of them you need a phd so i was talking to her and we did that all through and she's like yep this makes a whole lot of sense i can't believe i didn't even think to like cover that earlier because i mean it makes a lot of sense for your life um as she said, the reason she didn't think of it is she hasn't dealt with a whole lot of adults with ADHD. Mm -hmm. Um, she deals with kids with it all the time. Um, so we walked through the process and literally all I have to do at this point is talk to my family doctor, show him the checklist that we did. And she might recommend me to a psychiatrist if, um, she can't determine herself. My, my regular family doctor, Mm -hmm. um, that it's definitive, but she said, yeah, your doctor's pretty much going to be able to just prescribe you from there. So really, like, it's not as hard as you think. You can really just go to your family doctor and they can give you that stuff, um, running through the tests and things like that. But and they might suggest that you go to a counselor or a psychiatrist, but it's got to be like a family doctor or a psychiatrist that actually recommends the, the drugs for you. Um, it's going to be stimulants of some kind. And, you know, just like anxiety meds or depression meds or anything like that, there's a bunch of different options, too. Like, yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of stigma against um, Adderall, mm-hmm. um, but th- that helps a lot of people, yeah. and that's the most common one that they're going to start you off with, but there's tons and tons of stimulants out there. And uh, it's been, after getting that diagno- uh, after. I mean, it was essentially a diagnosis from a counselor which can't actually quote-unquote diagnose you from anything um because they don't have the credentials to do that but they can recommend you a diagnosis to your family doctor or your psychiatrist or whatever nice um yeah so that's been an interesting journey for me so far it's uh it's funny as soon as we got done with that and we had all the steps that we needed to go through and, and therapy has changed since then too um you know, she wasn't really keen on starting me on EMDR training, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if you guys know what that is. Yeah. EMDR, I don't exactly... Re- electro...
2: Oh, oh, oh. Yep. It,
1: yeah. So, essentially, what EMDR is for people that don't know that are listening to the podcast, it's a type of therapy that has to do with... Um, reprogramming your brain for old memories that you don't even realize are still affecting you. Like subconscious memories that you don't think about, but still have an effect on how your mind um processes things and the defenses that you have and things like that. So they do it through shock paddles. They're not and they don't actually shock you, but they're, they have a machine that slowly buzzes and in, in you hold one in each hand and it buzzes for each hand and it um, helps your brain um and there's, obviously there's like a whole process to it and I've never yeah. been through it fully myself. Um, it's, but there, it's
0: almost like really, really mild scientific uh, hypnotism, hypnotism. Yes, yeah. yeah it I, takes
1: the, the concept of hypnotism.
0: Yeah. I was pretty close to someone who did it for a while. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's 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 really good for you, but it can be incredibly emotional depending on how like traumatic the events that it brings up. So they have to do a lot of like, we've been doing like pre-work in therapy. You have to do pre-work because if you end up, because it doesn't just end when the therapy session ends. Mm-hmm. Um it, it, you do a lot of background processing in in your subconscious for weeks and weeks and weeks afterwards. Um like you'll do a session of EMDR but you probably will not do another one for the next couple sessions. Yeah. Um and you you process that that memory in the background and you have to be able to put that away if you need to. Um like just not think about it and you have to do the the practice beforehand for that but we weren't even considering that until adhd was in the in the mix yeah um nice what was i gonna oh yeah it was funny as soon as therapy ended uh that session how much more patient i was with myself with like Mm -hmm. forgetting things and um
2: not getting so mad at yourself
1: yeah being spacey and things like that like i have an answer to all of that now and like a lot of times finding answers for people is not always exactly what everybody wants. Sometimes they don't need them. But for me especially, having a name to something really helps. Mm. It it, it provides a structure to it. Because another thing that I've been dealing with is um, I have crazy need for consent for a lot of things and i feel like i can't work on something or it's just a character flaw unless i have a name for it and therefore the consents that come with that yeah yeah so having a name for it allows me to like okay now i can start working on that stuff and that's what led me to find um this youtube channel that i've been watching a lot of lately it's called how to adhd um what is her name i can't remember her name off the top of my head but she has been running this channel for about five years now um and she's an adult that has dealt with ADHD for a very long time. And she has a very, very bad case of it. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like all mental health issues where it's on a sliding scale. You know, you have right. you have different stuff. And then there's people who, like, even though they may not realize that they have the problem, may have dealt, sometimes, most of the time, unhealthy ways of dealing with it um, just because they've needed to in their life. Like, yeah. Like if your parents didn't always forced you to do stuff. That was the case for me. My parents were I don't think they were trying to be malicious or anything, but subconsciously they were very like not very patient with um with me growing up like um you know doing schoolwork and not getting stuff done until last minute and mm-hmm. uh forgetting about stuff all the time. Despite them also both having about the same scores as I did on that DCM-5 test because they they both took it. Yeah, they were both... I think my dad was 17 out of 18, and my mom was like 15. So they were like right around the same area. Did, um,
2: did they go with you or something to get that test? No, you, you can find one? it online. Yeah, is that the can, one list that we went through?
1: It's That one was like a numbed down version of it. Um, the DCM-5 is a lot more technical, a lot more scientific about things than that that quiz that we did was. But it's very i would say that the questions are similar for sure um another thing about adhd that i went in with after before you know doing my research that i've been doing in the last couple months um was that it's something that can be developed over time it is not no it is is fully genetic it is it's fully genetic um
0: it can be like the tendencies and severities of it can be influenced based on what practices you do consciously sure. or unconsciously. But actually, having it is Definitely,
1: definitely it, uh, genetic. Yeah you you can you can develop tendencies away from it and you can uh, the How to ADHD channel uh, puts it as you you know you develop these um, practices and things to to get past it, but it, it never really truly goes away. Like you can make it worse. But you know, like everyone's saying that phones make it worse. I I don't know. Yeah, probably they they can to some extent depending on how you use them. I
0: mean, I I would guess like scrolling and swiping, uh, just all that all that information, uh, that you're going by so quick that you're never fully processing. I I mean, I don't think it's good for people without ADHD either. Ideally, right. But I, I think with pe- people with ADHD, it could be it could be even more like. Confusing, uh, not on a conscious level.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, to to an extent, but it's not the phones that make ADHD. No, 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 it, no. And that's the that's the common consensus right now. So another thing about, I need to get back on track. I'm I'm all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's the problem. That. That's <laughs> the problem. Um, so with this channel, How to ADHD, she goes through different concepts of ADHD and breaks them down in layman's terms. Um, she has. she's in her 30s and ha- still has a relatively, like, bad case mm-hmm. um, to the point where she has to set up her house in a certain way mm-hmm. or else she'll get distracted by anything um, and has a very hard time keeping things clean. Um, the thing with ADHD, that's a, another thing that's super interesting that I learned from that channel is um it's not that you can't enjoy yourself it's that you're flooding your brain the only way you can is your dopamine receptors don't work in the same way as a neurotypical brain Mm -hmm. so most of the most of the time when you do something enjoyable you get a hit of dopamine right Mm -hmm. and for neurotypical brains they have receptors that pick up on that dopamine feed it into the proper places and that's that's it. You you know, that one single thing is enough dopamine mm-hmm. with ADHD. Your dopamine receptors are limited um, and they don't work the same way. They actually don't activate at all unless you flood them. Mm-hmm. So you have to do something that engages all of your attention instead of just a little bit of it. Um, and it has to be a lot of it at the same time, which is why um, people with ADHD are so prone to um addiction and things like and depression uh, addiction depression anxiety that sort. Of, you get the anxiety and depression from the lack of dopamine yeah yeah um and the addiction from the over flooding of dopamine that happens um i definitely have found that in the last like year the the addiction tendencies i didn't realize how bad they could be mm-hmm. just just from that sort of thing um But, like, that's why people with ADHD uh, swing towards video games rather than, like, movies or something like that. Because a movie is only going to hold your attention so long and it doesn't require any input from your hands or anything. And so, you know, that's why, you know, with me a lot of times when I'm watching movies, like, I'm on my phone too. Yeah. And I'm not really paying attention to either of them. It's just everything is engaged. Um, That's why video games are better for people with ADHD. Well, not better, but that's why they gravitate towards more them. satisfying. Yeah. It's more satisfying because it's one single thing that you are watching and doing with your hands at the same time. Yeah. And then games are built specifically around giving you hits of dopamine on a pretty consistent basis. Yep. I mean, they call it the 32nd gameplay loop for a reason. That's how they design games. Um, yeah. So that, that, that's been an interesting fact. And then she goes, uh, like she goes really in depth with stuff like, if you're going to try multitasking as ADHD, because you would think, if you have ADHD, because your attention is all over the place, you would be better at multitasking. It does not work. With ADHD, (laughs) it does not work right. Because your attention is drawn in any which direction, but it does not engage everything. So, like, if you're to properly multitask, you would need all of your attention to be able to switch quickly.
0: I'm really good at high-stress, high-pressure multitasking. I'm really bad at generic trying to do multiple things at once that just ha- need to get done because they need to get done multitasking? I have
1: an answer to this. There is a different side to ADHD that um, is less known, but it's definitely known in the proper uh, communities for like mental health and stuff. And it's called hyper focus. Yeah. So um, whenever the thing with ADHD that we have is like kind of a, a quote unquote superpower is hyperfocus is not something that people normally have access to. Yeah. Um, if, if your brain finds it, it pressing enough. So this is why like people with ADHD do super well on tests, even though they only started studying the night before. Mm-hmm. If it, if you find something pressing enough, all of your mental and physical energy will be poured into hyper focusing on something. Yeah. Um, I remember a very specific instance in my life, um, where we had a, this was when I worked at Arby's like seven, eight years ago. And we had a particularly difficult day and it felt pressing enough to me that I was just busting ass, mm-hmm. like doing super well. I was running the drive through and the friars by myself.
0: Did you feel a sense of peace and satisfaction amidst the chaos? Yes, absolutely. I thought
1: so. Absolutely. And my boss was like, okay, we need you to do that all the time. And I was like, I don't know how, I don't have access yeah. to that all the time. Hyper focus is not something that you can just like, You can find ways to better trigger it, but it doesn't, you can't, uh, it's not always going to work exactly as you expect it to. I'm usually better at
0: triggering it if I think it's going to be observed, which isn't necessarily a net positive thing. Like, you shouldn't necessarily be doing things just so that people view you as better. It's better to do things because you want to be better for you. But like when i'm working in the kitchen up up at camp sometimes like and the dishes are way behind i'll be like using one hand to run the clean side uh-huh. and one <laughs> hand to run the dirty side without ever touching the two and i've got the machine running non-stop but i uh-huh. know people are watching me i won't necessarily be doing that if i'm there by myself
1: i have such guilt in that specific area because of something i heard um mm-hmm. Way back in the day. You remember uh, the Focus on the Family like podcast thing they used to do? Yeah. Dobson's concept of like yep. y- your character is built by when people aren't watching. I yeah. have so much guilt related to that because like, I took it to heart. And it's very, very difficult to be consistent when nobody is watching. Yeah. Um, which... At least to me.
0: Which is not necessarily incorrect but it can lead towards that unhealthy amount of guilt towards it for sure
1: yeah and i feel like a lot of times when you when you make self-help books or like concepts like that it's very difficult to keep everybody in mind especially when that concept was made like what late 90s early 2000s or something like that yeah and neuro atypical Minds were not nearly as understood well, as they are now.
0: You could argue that that concept was made thousands and thousands of years ago. There's plenty of religious texts For, that, that have, sure, that sure, have sure. Uh, uh, the what you what, uh, just referring to what you're doing when you're un- like doing things not to be seen but to, to do them,
2: right? Right, yeah. I always, it, know, I always understood that as like more of like an integrity thing, yeah, doing things without having to be told and without anybody watching yes but it's also very difficult when
1: like so many other things that you do might be considered wrong or worthy of guilt so it's very difficult to have that concept like you i feel like holding that concept as the most important thing in your mind is dangerous if you are not looking at it from a completely logical standpoint with no emotion yeah like this is bad this is good if you can't Accurate, accurately place those two apart mm-hmm. it's incredibly difficult to hold yeah, that as a main yeah. concept to live yeah. by
0: i, I think you the way it should be interpreted is what you value highest yourself should be what you're shooting for even if you think other people are going to view it as wrong um also the other direction if, if you think someone's going to view something as right that shouldn't be the reason you do it just because someone else is going to view it as right.
1: Say, okay, say that one more time. Sorry.
0: So like, it, it, it you have your own hierarchy of value okay. that you determine yourself, not based on what you think other people will want you to do. Uh, and if you're following your own hierarchy of value, you'll place some things at a higher priority than others. You'll think doing this thing in this situation is more important than doing this thing, regardless of whether or not other people will view it as the incorrect or correct thing. I think that's more what it's saying.
1: Uh yeah, I think you're right and I mean if interpreted properly. Yeah, but it's it, it, like I was saying it is hard to interpret that oh, properly. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like without adding negative emotions about yourself into yeah. it. Especially if your self-esteem is not decent, which mine wasn't as a kid for sure. Um but getting back to the how to ADHD I, I really suggest anybody who's curious if they have attention deficit uh, issues to take a look at that channel and it will like, it'll open your mind to a lot of the concepts that deal with like attention issues and things like that. Not just ADHD, but ADD and other ones. Um, you know, and she has ideas for like time management. Like another thing that they explained is you have something in your brain that acts the same way that RAM does in a computer, like active processing memory. Like how many things can you remember? um in that short term when you need to remember them so when you have adhd most people like for example most people are going to have like five slots of things that they can remember Mm -hmm. um with adhd the reason you're bouncing around so much is because you only have three so you know like when somebody asks you a question that's one the contents of the questions could be another one so if it's like a multiple choice question Mm -hmm. it. You
0: know, like, if a, it, a, like a more than one sentence
1: text. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like A, B, C, D, and then, yeah, in, in multiple sentences. It's like, or or imagine if somebody had two, two different processes that they were trying to get across in a text. Like, you've already forgotten the first one. Yeah. Yeah, that that happens to me all the time.
0: I know that's a that's a complaint between guys and girls a lot, and I don't know if it's entirely attributed to ADHD. Though guys, as far as I'm aware, guys generally have a significantly higher rate of ADHDs than girl than girls. Is that is that correct, as far as you know?
1: Um, n- not necessarily, but they are very different in guys okay. and girls. Okay. So that, girls that come could across be. differently. I don't. That could be it then. I am not an expert in women's ADHD, because I'm still trying to figure out my own. Right. Um, I know that they are different. I cannot tell you the differences exactly.
0: I, I know in my own life. And what I've seen is that a lot of girls complain that like, they'll send a very long in-depth text message and guys will respond to only one or two points in there. And what you were just saying could contribute to that, that like, we're reading this whole thing, but we only have room. Okay. I got a text. I have to respond to that. That's one. And then maybe mm-hmm. one or two questions in there in that, in that paragraph we got mm-hmm. takes up the rest of it.
1: It's also a challenge when you're dealing with, um, well, it's, it's a challenge both ways. When you're dealing with a neuroatypical and a neurotypical, and then if it's two neuroatypicals, it, it, like I know for me, when I get, if I ask somebody a question and they don't respond to that question, I'm like, what is wrong? Did I say something wrong? Did you not want to answer the question? And a lot of times it's just that they only process the one thing and forgot about the other. And it really doesn't have anything to do with me. But on the other side of that, you know, I'm sure sometimes my responses are like way too long long winded and I read way too much into them. Rarely do I have the problem where I spend too little information on a text. Interesting. Um, But that's that's something I've always known about myself. Yeah. Um, but usually I will take something way deeper than they intended the question to be. Yeah. And I will respond with too much information to the point where it's overloading and confusing to people. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So with that, I, I, I want to leave you with guys with like, look, look into the how to ADHD, um, channel. I think it's, it's really good. She also has a Ted talk, which kind of sells her whole story, which I thought was really cool. was like, you know, her parents were on top of it right away, which is uncommon a lot of times for kids. You know, they, they either go undiagnosed or unmedicated or anything like that. But her parents were on top of it um, from like 6th grade on, but she had multiple significant others over time that said oh, this stuff doesn't work and all that kind of stuff and you know, because of the anxiety that comes with ADHD. Because it's very it's all another thing is it's very rare for somebody to just have ADHD. Mm-hmm. It's more likely that you might have ADHD and Asperger's or ADHD and some sort of anxiety disorder, like an actual chemical imbalance. So, um, you know, there's certain things that certain, um, uh, cognizant I- issues that can lead you to being more subservient or you know listening to people mm-hmm. um codependent is the word i'm looking for mm-hmm. um lead you to being more codependent so she's had significant others over time that led her into being codependent and she stopped taking her medications and it ruined her life over the yep. 20s so um yeah that that ted talk is really good to listen to too but that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. It. It's, I know that's all over the place, and I, I wish I would have come with a little bit more information. And I'm sure we'll talk about it more um, at some point because I want to bring the DCM five test here too. Riley, the people in the podcast can't hear you raising your hand.
2: Uh, I, I know. Riley has
0: a question.
2: No, I don't have a question. I was gonna.
0: Riley has a statement.
2: I was gonna try and move on to the next subject.
0: Riley has a topic change. That's what I
1: was setting you up for.
2: I know. I know. He was going for the transfer. That was the 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 visual cue that I was. Right, you were he,
1: cutting it off? He was going, and scene go. Scene end.
2: Ce- scene end. All right, all right. All right, so, so more on ADHD. God <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, a couple weeks. Can you guys hear me all right? I feel like I'm super quiet. Uh,
0: just just, just move your mouth check
2: a little your, bit closer check to the, the mic.
1: Check the values on the headphones. It should be one, two, and three. Make sure they're all at half. I'm
2: at half. I'm at half.
0: Point the mic upwards maybe a little bit
1: more. Is that better? A little bit. Um, also make sure that his, I think he's on number two I'm on
2: three. I'm on two on he, the headphones. These are
1: all up all the way. One, two, three, and four. They're up all the way. Yeah. Okay. Make oh, sure. Not you, quite all the way. Yeah. Oh, slide Riley's cool. just a little higher. Uh, Which one's Riley's
2: three. I'm all the way up now. All right. Is that better? Yeah. It's okay. a little louder. I, I, I was just, I, I was hearing You also myself. keep
1: turning your head away from the microphone, Riley.
2: I'm sorry. I believe I can fly. Okay. So. I'm not used to doing this on the couch. That's fair.
1: Aww. We're Fitness. we're chilling out today. There's also a dog at your butt.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So a couple of weeks ago, the group of us came up with some topics. Well, like four weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually almost a whole month ago. Yep. Um, so we had a couple of different questions. I sent it in the group chat if you guys want to pull them up too as screenshots so you can see them.
0: Is that the text that had the business? Would you start? What role yeah. would you play in history?
2: All right. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I didn't know which ones we covered. Did we cover any of those before, Sam? I know we talked about doing some of them.
1: I don't think we ever actually did any of them.
2: Okay. Caleb.
0: You was popping my dude.
2: In ancient times, what role would Court you play Chester. In syst- Why?
0: Because I would be That's to- also
1: That's also a sign of ADHD is answering questions before they're oh, finished. Oh, I answer
0: questions before they're finished all the time.
1: Because your brain has already processed the end of the question.
0: Correct. All right, what role would I be and why? Uh, jester, because I'd be allowed to make fun of the king, uh, uh, and I would uh, do so tastefully. I just so watched a whole video on that. I would do so tastefully.
1: You had to, or else uh, you would also get yes, beheaded. Yes, you
0: can still get beheaded. It wasn't just a, it wasn't just a no rules. What's it wasn't just like you could do whatever you wanted, but you, you still had to be tasteful with it.
2: You're the comical relief.
0: I comic relief. I get to live in the castle. That'd be pretty sweet. Um,
1: they also got given stuff. All the time. All the time. Like land and stuff just for being funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I would I would get my comedy routine down in ancient times.
1: I would also... Would you be the ancient Bill Burr?
2: And I'm like, hey! <laughs>
1: uh, no,
0: I don't have a Bill Burr. I have the Bill Burr voice in my head, but I don't have a sentence to say in my head that's Bill Burr right His now. His
1: voice is always like just an, a one octave higher than you expected yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, uh, ah, come on. Think of a sentence, Caleb. <laughs> Think of a Bill Burr sentence. The king's going to have your head for this. Come on.
2: <laughs> All right, Sam, Sam. While, while he's thinking of that, go ahead, Sam. What would you do and why? Um, I...
1: This is going to be such a corny, stupid answer, but, like, uh... Just because of my innate desire to constantly learn things and not just the same thing over and over... um i really think like i would be some sort of like wandering not adventure like that's more of a D thing but like some sort of traveler with just a general skill you know like almost like a wandering handyman like
2: what if what if you were like a uh wandering trader you just had a cart full yeah of stuff?
1: maybe maybe that would be more more kind of what i'm talking about um Where, you know, like, the traders would come into town, but they wouldn't just, like, sell you a stove. They'd be your stove installer and fixing your other things while you're there. Like, the thing about ancient times is there were people who were generally talented in a lot of things because they had to be. You know, the blacksmith wasn't just the blacksmith for weapons. He also made your jewelry. He also made your pots and pans and tools and,
0: like... And his dad was probably a blacksmith. And exactly. his dad was probably exactly. a blacksmith.
1: Yeah, if I was to do that, I would have been miserable because my dad is a uh, programmer now, but I think in ancient times, he would definitely still be some sort of like mathematician or something like that like some sort of like maybe like, like a librarian maybe. it's harder uh, it, it, it's
0: it, harder than you think to become educated or high society in that true. time that's because true. like a lot of people who had like oh you know what ridiculously high iqs were still just forced into uh you whatever know what? their I, situation if, was if
1: we're going by what i would have been forced into by family name i would have been a potter
2: gotcha because heffelfinger
1: means mas- master potter
0: you could have made me my last name means jug J- jug <laughs> jug kruga means jug
2: <laughs> i don't know what batch elder means
0: it, it, it means there's a lot of you because your elders mixed a lot of batches
2: i would say that we're more historians there's a lot of us in the family that are big into like history and everything about mm. like fort wayne going back, s- decades, and
0: back decades back back to the day. kikianga era
2: well uh my family specifically has been in fort wayne since about thirty to fifty years after Fort Wayne was founded.
0: So almost the Kikianga era.
2: We've been in a almost
0: directly after it actually.
2: We were also here like in the sixteen hundreds in Massachusetts. So like one of the first pilgrimages over. Nice. So, uh did like,
0: they did, oh, Massachusetts did they fight in the uh Revolutionary War?
2: I've had a family member on both sides, my mom's side and my dad's side, in every single conflict in so US history.
0: Technically you are
2: revolutionary Civil War. All, all. Technically,
0: you and your siblings are sons and daughters of the Revolution. And there's actually like societies and stuff you can get in that from being a direct descendant of and someone who when fought we in the were war.
2: Over in Europe, we're, we're descended from Vikings too. Beautiful.
1: Um, my family, uh, my family's connection to the Revolutionary War was my great 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 grandpa or whatever was a drummer boy in, um... uh. Was he in the Wa- confederate army No 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 Washington's contingent Okay good In the good. Uh, Revolutionary
0: we, We's about to have beef I don't
1: I don't know what my family Was doing in the civil war I don't have that Tracked down very well I wasn't,
2: <laughs> As long as it's Southern style
1: <laughs> Southern style
2: beef Southern style chicken S- Southern food is amazing
1: It is amazing
2: <laughs>
1: Y'all
0: ever have Breaded okra
2: oh, oh Yeah That shit's good I do like breaded okra
1: Um, yeah, I don't know what my family was doing in the Civil War. Y'all ever had bread? I mean, I mean, I've had a a fried Oreo before, so It's called a
0: sandwich sandwich.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's bread on bread on bread. Uh, yeah. I'm old bread.
1: (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I. mean, if I was to choose, which you didn't get to do a lot in ancient times, I would like That's to be a I said, trader.
2: If you got to choose, I oh, probably oh, a trader of some kind. Okay. Yeah,
1: if you were set to your family name Caleb, you would be a joke.
0: Uh, I would actually be a brewer. Uh, we we have hell there, yeah. There's a Kruger brewery that we have a, a like a serving tray from, an antique one. I don't know if they still exist anywhere. Like if there's still a Kruger name out there making anything, but uh there was a Kruger name brewing. Now is that while. name German? It is German, yeah.
1: Okay. I'm concerned.
0: Uh no, uh well I my family am concerned All right. My family <laughs> none of them were blonde to begin with. That's fair. Uh none of us have blue eyes. Okay. Uh, mostly pastors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> no, that's that wasn't an issue there. No, no,
1: you, y- y- Yes, it was. Not, you would have been killed. Well, yes, yes. That's not good for us. <laughs> not but, good for you. That's uh, good as good, far as being on the moral. better side of history <laughs> good there. Good for your moral uh, set.
0: And my, uh, my uh, grandparents, my, my, my descendants moved here prior to either world war.
1: Oh, okay. So your family's been here a while. Yeah.
0: Uh, s- I'm Swiss. S- Bef- right so before the Civil, Civil War, I got about twenty-five percent Swiss. Oh yeah, yeah. I,
2: I kind of want to do the DNA test to find out what all I am. <laughs> oh yeah, because like, I I, I have like mine tracked general, for the most part. Actually, I think I, I'm a general mutt across Europe because because we came from England. Uh huh. But Batch Elder, well, it was actually bachelor, well England, England before, in the six before they got <laughs> married. No, no, no. Before they got over here, there was <laughs> yeah. Bachelor. There was no T and there was no D. And it was an O instead of an E.
1: Plus, England itself is pretty much a mutt of every other, like, culture that yeah, they've been we, a part of for the, the last 2,000 like, years.
2: Of Nor... Uh, not Nor... Not, no, I can't think of it.
1: Because it was originally... Like, like, Sc- England, Scandinavian?
2: Scandinavian. That's what I was thinking. England that. was originally only Celtic,
1: and then... And we have a lot of Celtic. Yeah. And then they got taken over by the Romans. That added some. Then they got Don't taken over by the Don't get me started on
0: Margaret Thatcher. <laughs>
1: Continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: I don't actually have that. But there are very uh, many. What was I going to say? Are...
1: Oh, crazy enough, I have most of my bloodline lo- locked down. Um, I'm mostly Icelandic and Swiss. My, in fact, I may be more Icelandic than Swiss because my mom's grandpa was full Icelandic and he came over in the 40s. I got you. I got
2: so, you. so next question, or do you want me to answer? Uh, what?
1: The what, ancient times, what, yeah. What go go for your answer.
2: I think I'd either be a farmer, a trader like you were talking about to see the countryside, or a cartographer. Cartographers would be on boats specifically at that point, right?
0: Uh, for the most part, necessarily. I think there were land map, plenty of land maps being made too. Would that technically I said, count? I didn't
1: if, say what. I, time yeah, I, I guess it depends time. on what time period of ancient history. Because if we're talking about like. Yeah, I, uh, I, if we're talking like late medieval era like 1415, you'd be most of that would be mapped out from where you would be going. Yeah. That's true. The thing I you, could do you the would North probably America. Yeah,
2: character.
1: that's the thing. Uh, you, towards the late end of the medieval, you'd be looking into New World and the expansion into Asia. So, okay. What's the uh, next question?
2: next question? We're at 43 minutes. All right. Yep. Um if you were to start a business or start a new one, what would it be and why? All right, all right.
0: You need to define for me what you mean by start a new one if the first question is start a business so like because he already has a business. Yes, okay, one, okay.
2: That's why I included that.
1: Focus on photography on Instagram. Caleb. Or Focus on production, sorry.
0: He takes great nudes.
2: I do. All <laughs> oh, you look up. is just very, bowl of bowls very. of macaroni and spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> all noodles. All right, uh uh caleb if you were to start a business what would it be if i was to start a business start a business something you would i would first mm. what, what would you genuinely enjoy doing for a long
0: period genuinely enjoy i don't know i've really been enjoying buying and selling legos recently so. honestly
2: you're not
1: that far away from making a business out of that like
0: it's good profit like i, I if i had more time and more capital i could definitely See, make a living you, you on probably it probably do that um so like if I could just buy Shut a up. little little storefront, I'd uh, like to make like a community style Lego store that's got you know. You can have uh, like one um, store
2: room off to the side where it's like it's got the like kids a, can go and play. Yeah, there's like want. a
0: there's like a build and play area where you could build your own thing. Only and Duplo. Only Duplo. Only Duplo. <laughs> only just Duplo. so they can't pocket them all. Get
1: it? Get a taste of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, just get like your generic ones and well, like.
0: I would they'd be like build your own set tables and they'd just pay by the pound. They'd build their own set and put it on the scale and they'd Take be a home. cheap amount for, for that because it'd just be large quantities of used Legos, a big bin of minifigures, a display case with you know old old Lego sets and old rare minifigures and stuff.
1: You know there's a place in Indianapolis that we, we should just go. Like just some weekend we should just go. It's 5,000 square feet. They open up uh, January 1st of next year. Five thousand square feet of, of just, nothing
0: but Lego R two D twos.
1: Yes. Well just Legos <laughs> <Whoa! of them. laughs> But yeah, I feel I that would be awesome. That I mean like that's kind of what I'm thinking of when you when you say that, like a Lego yeah. store of that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I'd like to be a little small community. You know, sometimes people come in and just play and sometimes they buy stuff and Yeah run a lot of the profit off of like eBay and stuff, so it wouldn't necessarily be the only money it would be traffic through the store.
1: Right, right. Do a lot of, like, secondhand sales and stuff yeah. like that. Maybe you could do, like, a, your own brick owl sort of situation. Yeah.
0: But I also I also get b- bored of stuff sometimes, so I don't know if I'd end up getting bored of it and want to do something else.
2: Probably. I, you like, could always sell your business and, and start another That's one. true. Um, yeah.
1: Another thing on the ADHD is it is very, like, I think people with ADHD are 35% more likely to be their own boss and, like, entrepreneur yep. because they have that, like, they have a drive to continue to do things, and that that you know when you think of a business, you're like, I want to do this one thing, but it actually ends up being you're also your own accountant and yep. uh you know marketer and that sort of thing. So you end up having to get good at a very yep. very very many things. So
0: I'm trying to think, I bought and sold cars, uh, skates, Legos. I feel like you should be a pawn um, shop owner. At this point.
1: I was gonna say like a swap shop owner or something Airsoft, like that would be good. Uh,
0: pallets, lots of miscellaneous stuff off there. And as far as hobbies go, I th- I've think i had quite a few as well that I didn't stick to. Speed skating, basketball. You got into speed skating? Yeah, I was like speed, roller skating? I was speed skating for a while. I had, like, a, I had a nice set of those big wheel bad boys. Hell
1: yeah. Oh, like, are you talking the inlines? Uh,
0: the, yeah. the big wheel. Speed skates uh, like, this uh, like, like like the wheels are like the size but in of line like scoot- or? They're inline and they're like the size of like ra- they're bigger I've than Razor Scooter.
1: Um that's not necessarily true. When when
2: you
0: when you, ref- when you say speed skating you're always referring to inlines. Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah.
1: I've seen speed skates that are not.
0: I could be wrong because so my dad. Unless
2: they're double, like two big ones, right, directly next to each
1: other. Yeah, and so
2: that you can like lean when you're. I mean,
0: you can skate really fast on quads, and there are quads that are meant for speed. But as far as the actual official sport of speed skating, oh,
1: okay, okay, okay. that's what we were talking about. Okay, because I, I was gonna say, because my dad goes skating all the time, and he talks about the speed skaters, and he doesn't do inline; he does quads. I wonder.
0: I mean, it's Olympic. And it's always in line for
1: Olympic. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've never seen it.
2: All right. Sam. Sam. Got yes. Moving. If you were to start a new business, what would it be?
1: What would I start as a new business right now? I would probably start a um, general maker shop, like, like an Etsy shop
2: or something like that, That'd be like sweet. making stuff. Like so, um, something where people can bring their handmade crafts in to sell. No, no, no! I would make handmade crafts, um, but you I, could, but you could also possibly sell out other people's stuff to help fill out your store more.
1: If I was to open up a shop, I'm talking more like an oh, online, online, like really? a like an Etsy shop or something like that, where um, I'd I'd probably make D and D stuff at this point, That's what like I mean. That's dice what I, towers and things. I'm I'm realizing how like
2: easy it is to e- make that stuff. It's pretty
1: simple. Yeah, it's not too hard. Uh, also, like. The profit margin on leather work is crazy. Like, the only expensive part about leather work is the materials, but then you make, like, double, triple profit on it. So I've been looking into that lately, and I've wanted to get into it, but I haven't been able to afford it yet. So, but, yeah, probably something along leather work, woodwork, uh, making D&D stuff. I'd really like to be that guy, like those, um, uh, that leather company that you've been talking about lately. Balmy River. Yeah, that Maumee River. I really like what they're doing where they go to like the um, uh, Pioneer Festivals and Renaissance Festivals and all that kind of stuff. That would be really, really cool. I love that.
0: Quick correction. I'm seeing things advertised as speed skates that are quads. Told you. However, the ones I had were like that one in the middle there.
1: I've never seen that before, and that is absolutely fantastic. That looks dorky as shit. Yeah. <laughs> but you go fast.
0: They're, I bet you do. They're very weird to get I used to because they have no ankle support. They stop at, like, a sneaker, and most roller skates that you – like, roller blades that you'd get, they're, like, ah, booted up like ski ski
1: boots. What a great way to break your ankles.
0: Yeah, you go you go fast as heck. Like, yeah. when people fall, they slide on their side from all the way from one end of the rink to the other and slam into the wall.
1: Considering my dad's been roller skating for years and back when he lived in Colorado, he used to be able to hit like 50, 60 miles an hour going down a mountain on quads. I can't yeah. even imagine how fast you could get going on those. I can't those. imagine how many it's bearings speedy. that man <laughs> went through. <laughs> <with those. laughs> you know, you'd be surprised if you buy a good set of bearings, you really don't change them out as often as you think. Oh,
2: my sister played roller derby, so I watched yeah. her change her bearings out all the time. All roller
0: yeah. do- Roller derby is way more- less smooth and way That's more true. aggressive stomp and yeah. push. Like, there's a lot more side push, I feel like, in yeah, Roller do Yeah, I, I
2: agree, but I'm saying, if Derby. you're going 50 to 60 mile an hour down, yeah, a yeah, mountain, yeah, yeah. you're definitely going to wear through the bearings because they're not meant to go that fast. Right, right. Especially on quads. Maybe speed, speed skates may wear down less because they're meant for it. But yeah. Well,
1: like, on my longboard, my bearings lasted for, like, eight years. Not even kidding. They lasted a good, good, good okay. long time. Fair
2: enough, fair enough. I just watched my sister go through a whole shit. Like she had like well, a, you know, a tackle box full of bearings. Oh, I, I I don't yeah. dis- I don't doubt that. But Do you let, switch yeah. out
0: just like bones reds all the time, or would you use?
2: I my sister did. Oh, okay. Uh, but she did uh, her so like she had her main skate, and then she had like three or four different sets of wheels that she'd change mm-hmm. out with different bearings for different reasons for different.
0: Point at your mic. We need a for different reasons for different <laughs> wheels. We <for laughs> need a bearings. we need to go skating as a group sometime. I'd be down.
2: I'd be down.
1: My dad would be mad if I don't invite him, though.
0: You can invite him. That's fine. Go I'm gonna lap him, though.
1: Oh, I'd like this to see is you a try. challenge,
0: Mister Heffelfinger.
1: I'd like to see you try. Let's go. Let's
0: go. Actually, it's been a long time since I've been skating, so we'll see.
1: <laughs> I can't do backwards. Still, also, I've been skating my whole life, and I can't.
0: I also don't own speed skates anymore. This
2: is,
1: but I do have
0: a set of fairly fast street hockey skates I can use. There you go.
2: I feel like if I were to start a uh, business. And to make it really fun,
1: Riley, point at your microphone.
2: I I am.
1: You your
0: microphone is not was with pointed your at finger, your Riley, with your mouth.
1: Riley, you don't talk through your neck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've been smoking for thirty five.
1: <laughs> I remember when they invented
2: chocolate. <laughs> takes takes the cigarette and puts it in the inhale. <laughs> <laughs> the hole in the neck. I'm sorry. I, apologies to those who have the that stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you, you made your own case. Chocolate! <laughs> I would either do like like what you're talking about, make my own like handcrafted stuff online business in addition to, but also have a game store where you can come in and play board games and RPG games and do like uh, VR and that kind of shit.
1: Have you guys been to the one in Huntington?
2: There's a couple in Fort Wayne like that.
1: Yeah, I know, I but the one not. in Huntington is in the old library. It is that's, that's what you're. Oh, that's pretty sweet, actually. That's it a is great really location cool. Really cool. ECB Games, I think, is what it is. I, it'd be cool to do it here in I'm, Columbia City. Almost, they have a coffee shop in the basement now, and I'm almost certain they have VR too. Dope. It, it's a pretty cool shop. I actually used to help a little bit here and there with the um, Spectrum VR place in Fort Wayne. Okay. That was.
0: I feel like my brother helped at that VR place in Fort Wayne too. Really? My older brother, Matthew. Have you met Matthew? Uh,
1: I've played Warzone with him a handful of times.
2: We met him okay. when, when, is, when uh we met him when your mom and him came up to the garage while we were working on. Yes. Around.
0: I don't remember. I don't I don't he think he was there for that one, that but yeah. He helped out at a VR place for a while. They won a lot of tournaments there.
1: Oh, really? That's awesome. Uh, does he know Brandon then? Brandon I don't know. Okay, he probably does. It, it depends on which one he did. Were there multiple VR places in the to- at the time? In uh, there's two. There were two locations at one time. There two was,
0: locations for the same store. Yeah, for Spectrum. Do you know? Did a did a Nick work there? He was. That was the
1: other one. Curly hair. hair on Parnell. Young twenties. Yeah, that was the one on Parnell. He was. He
0: was one of my campers at Luther Haven.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> That's funny. All right, Riley. Give us one last question.
2: One last question. If given it. In- if given the opportunity, what decisions would you retry in your life?
1: And this is such a deep question. I almost think we should skip this one till you know, the next podcast. That's
2: all the ones we had. That's <laughs> finishing, all the ones we had. Finishing
0: culinary school. But I still don't think I would have gone into a career of it. I just like would have liked to be able to say that I finished it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. What What would I retry? Such a Such a deep question.
2: Um... One simple thing with no re- with no repercussions. You don't got to
0: explain it. You don't got to go in depth.
2: I I really it? I really wish that like
1: I could have retried a lot of like the things that I was trying towards the end of high school. Like gone more into performances. Like I was doing a lot of choir, a lot of. Um, uh, drama and things like that. And I was very good at it then. I've lost all of that skill now. And mm-hmm. I feel like it would be somewhat useful to this point in my life, like actually trying. Um, Cause like, it's not incredibly difficult for a high school kid to get into like United arts uh, plays and things like that. Yeah. And I never got anything past like church competitions and things. So I, I feel like I would have really enjoyed that and had a good time with it later in life. And I didn't take singing very seriously. And I have a lot, I, I can still sing, but not nearly as well as I used to be able to. I just feel like that would have been fun and led to some more, um, you know, I like those really like weird career opportunities you never expect. And I would have liked a life that has some of the a little bit less,
2: a little more flair to it.
1: Yeah, a little more flair, like less um, working at stereotypical jobs and and working more like gig economy stuff. So that's
2: cool. That's cool. I feel like uh, if I had to retry, I would say I would be more social.
1: As a kid? In,
2: in, in school. In school. Yeah. Because I was more... Because I lived like 10 minutes away from school and everybody else lived right around school. mm mm-hmm. No one else lived over by me in high school because mm-hmm. I was in the bottom corner of the jurisdiction. Right. Like I should have went to Northside because it was closer.
1: My mom went to Northside.
2: But I went to Northrop instead. Yeah. And uh, another thing, like along the lines of what you were saying, I think it'd be fun if I would have stuck with... Because like when, in high school I had technical theater. So I built the sets for the plates.
1: Oh yeah, I and they it, always I, need people I, to do that.
2: I think it would be really really fun to build like movie sets and like that kind of stuff.
1: Do you know about Townsend in uh, Pearson? Nope. Uh, Townsend makes um, realistic props. Uh, props for specifically Renaissance, um, early, uh, basically Is that the
2: one up the to giant knight by thirty.
1: No, 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 no. That's a car shop. Or it used to be. It's not anymore. Um, no, they're downtown Pierston. Um, they make props for things that are like seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds, even back to like medieval stuff, like barrels and costumes and all sorts of stuff. And they fund like they they supply for movies a lot of times too. Um, but they make like really really great props. Like they make swords and all sorts of stuff. Um, like they supplied all of the barrels for the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I think one That's through three. One through three. <laughs> That's a lot of barrels. That's <laughs> a lot of barrels. Because
2: you got to think, they explode a lot of those uh-huh, barrels.
1: They sure do. They float with a lot of those barrels. And they need them to made to spec to be able to make a pretty decent explosion too. Like they make them specifically to explode, explode dramatically. Like have actual shrapnel. And Correct. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Townsend's pretty cool. I they do tours. so We could do that too. That'd be really fun to That'd be fun, a fun to do.
2: Fun tour for maybe the group to go through.
1: Yep, yep. We did that as a homeschool group when I was a kid.
2: Well, friends, it is. Uh, it's 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 a little seven it's minutes.
1: a little early, but I think about I
0: think, two minutes early.
1: Yeah, we can we can end it there. We'll try to have something a little more concrete for next week. Sorry about not doing the podcast. That's concrete, last week. baby. We uh we got kind of Ugh. behind. Um. We'll go ahead and do our, our outro. Um anybody want have any projects they want to shout out? Maybe like your Instagrams or anything for you two?
0: I don't have an online presence. Don't look for me.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> at your meme is so fat. <laughs> Shh, <laughs> like, uh, uh, we don't associate or- <laughs> that with my actual person. <laughs> no,
2: I I don't I don't have anything. Okay on, on Warzone on, is tickled oh, toaster. On- on on the notes of the people who were listening a couple uh, episodes ago when I was talking about getting that garage I finally did obtain that oh property. yeah you did and me and Caleb and Jake moved a lot of my stuff in there yesterday before
1: we Oh, sure nice
2: nice that was uh, that was fun plus we got to move some of Caleb's stuff in there I, I
1: if we have time this week i'd i'd like to go see it yeah Yeah, I think that'd be fun.
2: For sure. I don't have any school this week because it's Thanksgiving break this week. Ooh, and I don't work.
1: I don't work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So
2: I need to get more stuff moved out of there and into.
1: Oh, you got more to do? Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, it's the it's the twenty first. We can. Are you working the Friday? Friday? No. I might not be. We could probably, if Jake's not doing anything.
0: I would guess Jake has Friday off too.
2: We might be able to move stuff you want to move up to your house, and then whatever left, we can leave in my shop. Or what, what, How? we might be able do to do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Thought I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get my garage organized. A little bit. We'll talk about that a little bit more after the podcast, yeah. But, podcast. uh, because we're coming up right on an hour, and once uh, we're, uh, yeah. we're this far anyway, we we're, should we're, just end it in about 17 no, seconds. We need to do our
1: outro, we need to do full, our full outro, 15 right. seconds. Yeah, I swear so, to god, go fast, go fast. Okay, so Uh, you can find us on Instagram at ADHD po- Eats a pod. You can also find us on Facebook by that same username. You can find us on YouTube. At um, ADHD Podcast. And uh, we want to thank uh, our friend Josh and the guys at Printer Friendly for the use of their song Evergreen. That is our intro and outro. Go check them out on Spotify. Well, yeah, well, go check them out on Spotify. Seriously, the album slaps. It's awesome.
2: That, um, you, did, you forgot part of the outro. What did I
1: forget? We're not done yet. We're not done oh, yet. Oh, oh, oh. I was going to do a special shout out. Um, <sighs> we have another buddy that does music. I am QT. He's back to doing his... Uh, uh, music songs every or er, his uh, song a day thing on his Instagram if you check out imqt on Instagram he's got them all there
0: and, um, and then we got one guy who does music as in musicals because Steve, Steve Jobs is, is a Disney, Disney princess, princess. <laughs> This is, is she pizza we'll see you later adios bye,
1: bye.